Finally, time that you're here. Who are you? Hey, we go. Hi, guys. It's you, fam. <laughs> I'm 14, straight out the hood. Uh -huh. Big shooter, uh -huh. little cripper. Okay. Big blooder. <laughs> and exactly, how do I know you? So, we met during church when we were around, what was the age? I think I was four, you were five. Yeah, I think it was, we met from this one game. What was that game again? It was Jaws. It was like Jaws, yeah. I was playing on my iPad or some shit. <laughs> and this guy just, you know, this guy's like, can I play? Can I play? I was like, sure, man. And so that's how it all started. Yeah, and I mean, it just basically went on from there because, I mean, we, 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 we went to the same church ever since that day, basically, and so nothing has really changed from that. Uh, I mean, it's, it, it's all crazy how I met you through a church dance that our mom was doing together. Yeah. <laughs> I find it pretty wild that, you know, one one night, that we were forced to go, and then this turns into this. But you know, you're actually probably my longest known friend. Before I, I knew, an, an, yeah, you're my longest friend. And then another kid I knew for a few years, and he moved to Florida, and now he has a whole like gang life, and it's pretty cringy to watch. Yeah, it's all from the church, man. I mean, a lot of relations were built from this church. Yeah, a lot of relations should be kept from the church. I'm grateful that we all have relationships throughout the church, but. I'm not too thankful about the time spent in it, but it helped me grow as a person, so. Yeah, I feel like now I'm kind of losing my faith. It's, it's kind of hard to say that, but I'm losing my faith as a, as a Catholic. I feel like every day I, I kind of strive farther from God, but in, in one sense, I feel a personal deep connection with God, even though I feel like I'm losing it. I still go to the church. I still, you know, participate and help around even though I feel like every day I'm kind of getting weaker in my strength with God because I feel like I just haven't been talking or, like, connecting to him in any way. <laughs> bro, are you confessing to fucking God? <laughs> yeah. Bro. I'm, nah, just, I'm, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it doesn't feel like he's with me. Uh, I'm sorry, God. I don't know. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like over time you start questioning what you really believe in, what you're not. Because when you're little, you're set to believe in what your parents tell you to do. But once you grow older, you have your own beliefs. Because personally, me, I don't really believe in that. I believe in a higher power. Yeah. But I don't technically believe in Jesus. Yeah, so basically you're saying is that <clears throat> your, your faith is kind of gone now, huh? Well, mm, I'm going to say it's too gone, but it's, it's, it's not the best. Mm. So in, in, in such a way... When you're like older and you're like you're about to die, are you gonna kind of get closer to God, or are you gonna just end your life off like, you know what? I made my choice and I'm gonna stick with that choice. Man, it is what it is. I mean, once I die, I die. True. Yeah, I feel like when when people are on their deathbed, thinking like their last few days or just like their last moments of life, what goes through their mind usually isn't actually death. It's more of like kind of the legacy and the effect they leave on their family. Like most people think when 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 so when someone dies, they're thinking about death. Not really, unless you're like terminally ill or you're like dying currently and you know that's gonna happen most people don't really think about death they just think of am i gonna recover or am i gonna get to see my family again they don't, they don't think that i'm gonna die because what the doctor tells them or what people or what people that are trying to help them tell them isn't gonna be death because it's they're not certain that it's gonna be death until you know you know so i feel like in a way death isn't viewed as important as by old people as we think it should be because i feel like young people they care more much more about death than old people which is, yeah. you know, much, which shouldn't be happening. It should be the opposite, obviously. But I think it's because young people, when they live a life, they want to do whatever they want. And so sometimes they do that dumb shit and they think, like, I might die here. They, they think it might be the end of me here. They might think, like, I might just end it all here. So they have much more deep thoughts about death, but also because when you're younger, much more emotions flow through your mind. You, you're still growing. Your mind is much more changing. Yeah. You can do whatever you want with your life, right? But as, mm -hmm. uh, as you're old, you have to you know, usually be stuck inside the house because if one thing happens, you can get sick or you can fall, you can die, right? So your choices as, as a kid really mat matter more than an a, a old person. So that's why I see death as a different view than someone older than younger. Yeah, man. I feel like either way, the only promising thing in life is that you will die. Yeah. Um, you just got to live life to the fullest. I don't want to die having any regrets. Yeah. I want to literally experience everything. Yeah, so you're yeah. so... 
Are you gonna like admit your, your your darkest secrets when you're about to die on your deathbed? My darkest secrets? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I think you had to have to though. Bro, I didn't wear underwear till I was twelve. What? No I'm fucking with you. Oh, I was about to say what maybe the like fuck? ten. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, bro, that was so uncomfortable. I couldn't breathe. So you're telling me that like Wait, in public or just in your house? In everywhere, bro. What the fuck? Yeah. So no underwear until you were 10? Nah. I just wear shorts under, bro. It was like Okay, underwear. okay. So it's basically like shorts as underwear. Yeah. Okay, that's not as bad as just wearing like pants over your fucking junk. Okay, because I thought it was like that, because that'd be pretty... Nah, pretty bro. Weird. I'm not trying to have like <laughs> the material rub my balls. Yeah, that's, I don't that's like that. very... Because uh, like pants are much different than underwear. Yeah. Like the material inside your pants are much more unsafe for your, uh, you know, your junk. So yeah. it's much better to have underwear, but... I feel like underwear has kind of been like normalized, you know. I feel like back then cavemen were just like living normal lives as like half naked dudes going around trying to get some raw meat and then eat it. Yeah, now you can't even show your toes in public without be people like, oh my god, like yeah. I'm trying to let these read, bro. <laughs> yeah, people go crazy over skin. It's, it's weird. Like, I mean, I kind of see why schools don't allow like women or like to like wear tank tops that show their skin because I feel like now. It kind of makes sense. Like back then, it wouldn't be making sense because like who the hell would be attracted to shoulders? But now people are attracted to feet. You're attracted to everything that you can really imagine. So yeah. I can understand that kind of rule. But also, I don't really see those kind of dress code rules applying anymore. Let alone anyone like really enforcing them or breaking them because I just don't think anyone really cares. Or plus, the style has changed. People don't go outside wearing fucking tank tops. They wear just a jacket and some sweatpants or pajama pants, and they just live their daily life because. Most people, they don't put any effort into their lives. I can say that from personal experience. I feel like sometimes I'm just too lazy. And, I'm, and then the, the next day, right, when I'm awake, I can regret that. Like, for example, let's say I don't shower one night. I wake up the next day feeling... Musty as Yeah, and I feel... And I feel very much regret. Like, I had that time to shower, then I didn't, you know, or, you know, just something, like, wrong with me, so... Yeah, he plays Minecraft, guys. No, I, uh, not, not, <laughs> not, not a lot, okay? You know what? We can't, we can't, we can't ignore that part, because... To my opinion, I'm getting over the fact of games. I just don't like playing games. Like, I can play maybe a game for, like, a couple minutes. I'll get bored of it, and I want to just go back to, like, watching shit. Yeah. But I'm mostly getting to chess right now, and chess actually isn't that bad of, like, a game. Or, I guess, sport? I guess it's kind of sport because you use strategies and, like, learning. But in my mind, I feel it as a game because you can play it as fun for any age at all. Fun fact, you lose calories while playing chess. How? I search it up, and I will search it up right now how much calories you Lose. To be fair, you can lose calories doing whatever you want. Yeah, but so. let me see. How does that work? Though? How do you lose calories playing chess? Bro, like, you be tapping the buttons, you be moving the pawns, stuff like that. That's true. Research suggests that a chess player could burn up to 132 calories per hour. Wow. Come on now. Like, put me, all, the, all you obese people, hear me out. If you play chess okay. for nine hours, you lose around 1,000 calories. I am putting you on. Whoever obese fucker is out there, I'm putting you on. I hope you don't listen to me saying I'm not. No, fuck you. Fuck you. You're fat. <laughs> <What the> fuck? <laughs> All right. Don't hit me on this, but you got to change. You're fat. Don't accept it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Very, very mixed feelings from that. But I guess in, in a way... Chess, chess is much easier than exercising, and some people they don't want to exercise or they have you know like body issues and they just can't go outside because they're embarrassed. Because I mean, having a fear of the gym is a real thing. And before you judge anything, I'm thinking right now like someone can be scared because of what they look like. Like it could be too skinny or too big. Yeah. And when they walk in, they see all those people in in shape, and they're like, wow, what is wrong with me, right? So they want to change that. So I I, I guess chess is a much better way of exercising because not only can you be smart from it, but it's a fun hobby. And if you play from like the morning to the afternoon. Like you said, a thousand calories going right there, and if you just repeat that daily, you could lose seven thousand calories a week, which isn't that bad, of course. Now, of course, this isn't this isn't you know fully proven. This could be you know well more calories, or you know one hour could be two hundred calories, and one hour could be ten calories. You never know. Yeah. But also, some you, you still have to you know intake food. You still have to intake calories. Of course, so. don't starve yourself because yeah. you're fat or skinny. You just gotta eat normally. You gotta put in the work to have a good body because it can't come natural overnight. It's all in the kitchen. It's all in the gym. It's it's all in one. All of your habits reflect who you are. Yeah, but the worst part about that is like, healthy food is getting really expensive. Like compared to fast food, fast food is much like is mainly pro, like no all of it is, is just processed food and it's really unhealthy. 
but it's cheap. If you're homeless and you want to get healthy, right, you can't. You can't. Because the food in the stores, one, they won't, they, they won't allow you. They'll just be like, you're too dirty to get out. Number two, if you are allowed, most people are going to be weirded out by you. And then number three, if you get past both those steps, you can't afford that. Or if you do, it goes like all your money and then you can't buy water. And you have to drink some dirty water. So people live off of fast food. And that's why fast food is so, you know, rich. Not only is it easy, but it's so much more profitable for anyone that, you know, doesn't have a lot of money, which is really high nowadays with inflation. Well, that's the system that this government built. If you don't know what the hell they put in your food nowadays, you you gotta check. Like same with nicotine, people inhale that flavored air without knowing <laughs> what they're breathing in. Pure chemicals, guys. Yeah, I people who vape or like smoke weed are just like really cringy to me. I know, I know, it makes sense to say that, but I just feel weird when I see someone like th- take a hit of this, like like like, bro. Do you not realize what you're doing to your body? Like, you're slowly killing yourself. Yeah, it's a stress factor that gives you instant gratification. Yeah, I asked a smoker one time in my class, I was like, when you smoke weed, right, what do you get from that? And he was like, it makes you feel happy. And I'm like, 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 I look at that and I feel that now because if you're addicted to it, doing it will make you happy. That makes sense. But if you take, and then, like, people will go crazy if they can't smoke. And people will sneak it in their class. They'll they'll turn around and take a hit and turn back to doing nothing. Or they'll, like, fake sleep and then take a hit. Like, people, like, seeing the withdrawals or someone going, like, an hour without smoking is insane to me because they like to just overreact or they panic or they just go fucking ballistic. Depends on your emotions. If you're if you if you have anger issues and you can't smoke your weed, you're gonna go fucking ballistic, right? Yeah. If you're a depressive person and you can't smoke your weed, you're gonna start bawling your eyes out. It just depends, and that's why, and then that and that's why you know smoking is so addictive because when they do that, they feel calm. You know, their body feels so like they they feel it and they're like, mm, that, that's tasty smoke that I like to inhale. That's ruining yeah. me, and then they keep going. And it's it, it's stupid, but at the same time, it makes sense why it's so addictive. And it's sad because most chances is. That won't stop. When it you start something, will. yeah. When will. when you start something, that shit stays for mostly your entire life. And then it. when it gives you, you know, something killable like cancer, for example, they most times they won't regret it. They'll fucking keep going. It they keep going, bro. Yeah, and it's it's, it's so stupid. It's bizarre to look at someone. It's, I it hurts me to see people my age smoking. Yeah, like I hope if you smoke, you know what the consequences is. Yeah. And I hope you don't accept what the consequences is, and I hope you quit, because mm-hmm. there's nothing good from vaping. Yeah. Then you just dying. Yeah. And what's the fun of dying? Exactly. Like when you die, there's no, you can't do much more. I mean, unless the technology gets more advanced, where we can somehow, I mean, AI is going fucking crazy, right? Like, I feel like someday we could maybe potentially revive a dead person to like you know some some animal or make them be alive, but they have to live as an as as a dog. I see that possibly happening with enough money and enough research. I just see that that with how smart we are or how crazy we are, anything could really happen. And it's sad to say that because I just want a normal world where people can live their lives and die peacefully and then live and then that happens. It's a cycle. Now, of course, maybe it's not okay to say that because people want to do, you know, stuff that gets them attention. You know, people that people that want something in their life and they feed off of that, they'll do that because once you realize it gets a reaction, like 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 especially like uh, like pranksters on YouTube, they go crazy for attention. They can they will do whatever they can to make their audience laugh. Yep. Even though they don't realize that the person they're doing it to can be highly affected from this. They can this can ruin the entire you know course of their entire day. And then and then like you know they'll think about it whenever they sleep. They're like oh how, like you know like when they reflect on the day they're like oh this happened today and it's it just really ticked me off. Especially like if someone just got like fired from their job or they got pulled over adding on to it is really worse and to see people especially like younger audiences be hooked into that is so dangerous because then those kids will grow up and like want to copy that same for gaming like for example when fortnite was popping up at, at its peak people were everyone yeah. everyone was in it it's <laughs> every kid was like mom i'm gonna become a fortnite gamer when i'm you know fortnite streamer when i'm older but now grow up <laughs> yeah, honestly, you got, grow you gotta, up <laughs> you gotta get better than that you gotta get better than that because there's so many more opportunities to do in your life apart from just sitting in a fucking room, gaming for 12 hours a day, go to sleep, and that's it. Like, a bunch of people that, I, like, remember the, I, I've seen, like, the day-in-a-life day Twitch streamer shit. Yeah, it's pretty sad. They they wake up, they brush their teeth, they game, they game, they game, they eat, they game, they eat, and they sleep. It's the thing just is, a, the things they eat, right, 
is unhealthy. And then yeah. they drink G Fuel. cycle. There's no water in that at all. The fact that there's zero water in that is disgusting. Pierce bomb just entered the room, you know no, what I mean? No, it's no, a bit no. of an interruption. I'm sorry for the cut. <laughs> that was your mom. You know, technical fun. difficulties. No, I will put the recording in this. That was oh, your bro, fucking mom. You mean, no, that was your fucking uh, mom. That was your mother. <laughs> don't don't say it was my mom. I, little I Minecraft will, player. Shut up, shut up, kid. I will put the recording in here so people can know what it was, okay? It His was mama. not me. His it was mama. not my mom. It was your mom, okay? But, little mama. Uh, uh, anyways, let's move on from that. You live a pretty... A nice life for your age, you know. Okay, please tell me. Remind me. What is your goal when you're 18? What's my goal? Yeah. To become a millionaire by then. <laughs> and then after that? Move to Dubai. Uh, oh, okay, Th that changed. And why Dubai? Is it because of the taxes? It's because of the taxes, and it sets the standard for what I want to become. Mm. And, and I like to you... surround my people with entrepreneurs that are striving for success. That's smart. And also, Dubai's kind of a dark place so when you think about like the money system like i know like there has to be something going on behind the scenes where people cannot see that is definitely very disturbing if it was to be you know leaked i feel like that one country surrounded by a bunch of like not rich like i mean okay saudi Arabia is a pretty rich country you know like those countries are, are decently rich but when compared to dubai they are not rich like, they're not that rich yeah so i don't i just I, it's crazy because i mean it is the middle east and like that area doesn't really make sense to be a rich area. Of course, you have you could, you could say the oil, but imagine there's no oil. Where are they getting all this fucking money from? And like most of Dubai is just full of rich people. Like I'm pretty sure like a majority of them are just millionaires. And if you're not, then you're a tourist coming in. Because if you live there, you have to be a, like basically a millionaire. Dude, I feel like supercars are natural there. If you bring a shitty car there, they'll, they'll think that it's like absurd. I I swear to you. No, they'll, they'll question you. They they look at you like like a, like an alien. It's it's weird. It's like they're so unconnected to the rest of the world. They view it as a rich gold palace, you know, haven. But when they really look at the inside, of like you know, for example, Africa, that continent is just poor. If they saw that, they'd be disgusted, you know. And it's weird because if you're disgusted by seeing someone not as sexual as you. Then you're just surrounded by awful people because you're you were set the standard that if you're not rich, then you're not normal, and it's awful to see that. So yeah, it might be good to move to Dubai so you can get your friends who are rich as fuck, and you can get more richer. But their views and their standards are gonna be so much different than yours because you lived because you weren't born in Dubai that you know people have struggles, people are homeless, people you know have difficulties in their life, but they don't view that. And so if you tell someone like, oh yeah, I came from a poor beginning or no, like a, like not, not a rich beginning, right? But a, you know, livable beginning, they'll, they'll laugh at you or they'll question you and they'd be like, then why are you friends with us? Like, you know, they'll, they'll question you and they want to stop talking to you. And that's weird. And it's, it's honestly kind of bad because if anyone wants to be friends with a Dubai person or like get close to them, they gotta be rich as fuck. So yeah. I just, I just don't think I want to, if, if I ever get rich, I don't want to go down that area of Dubai. Or I want to maybe be in Europe because Europe is all of Europe is actually rich. Like some countries in the Middle East aren't rich. Africa, you know, isn't rich. Asia, all most of, some of Asia isn't rich. South America isn't rich. You know, okay, North America is the one exception, but Mexico also isn't that rich. You know, and then Oceania is very not that rich. But like the poorest country in uh, Europe, I'm pretty sure it's like San Marino and has like a, a 1.3 billion G, uh, GDP. So. I want to be in a continent where there's not poor everywhere, but you know, mostly rich. That way I can be stable no matter where I go in Europe. Compared to you, if you were in Dubai and you want to go somewhere else in, in the Middle East, most yeah, of course, you'll still be rich, but the decline is going to be very huge. So it's, it's, it's much different than Europe or other continents. Because if, if I was in like South America and I was in Argentina, which have a terrible you know, economy, right, and I moved to somewhere rich, then I'm gonna have such a different view, and you know, vice versa for you. So, realistically, there's no point of thinking of this when you're not rich yet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that, that's true. I don't give a fuck about this. Honestly, I'm just saying random shit about where I want to go. But my plan is to become financially free by 18. What, that's you know, all I want. what, what do you want to do with, with your money if you're 18? Because I mean, when you're 18 and you have that much money, there isn't you know much going through your head apart from like I want to increase these. So uh, I want to increase the amount of money I have because of course you're still young. So what do, you want, what do you want to do with your money when you when you hit that million? I just want to see it grow more, and I just want to use it to live my life to fullest. I feel like once I use that to live my life to fullest, I'll I can die peacefully. What's like a dream day for you then, if you were like successful? Like like, what do you want to do once you wake up? Wake up, drop down, do ten push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, I'll play. But I just want to wake up, 
you know, open my eyes, see all my family happy, mm-hmm. look at my haters, you know what I mean? <laughs> Dab on them haters, I don't play. Hell yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, but I just want to prove what the people that never believed me wrong. That's, that's what I want, man. And I just want to be able to afford everything that I desire. Mm-hmm. That's really my desire for becoming wealthy. Yeah. What do you think when someone young or old, actually anyone age, but like when someone gets rich, what do you think they desire apart from like the obvious, like, you know, jewelry? Like if they had, like, like let's say someone's smart and wins a bunch of money, right? What do they want to desire in their life from your point of view? Realistically, everyone has their deep desires into every single action they make, mm-hmm. right? For example, me, my, my drive is to prove the people that never believe me wrong. Yeah. Right, that's what's striving me. Yeah, for other people, it could be that they grew up in a poor family. True, their mom, you know. Yeah, their mom raised them alone. There's a lot of there's a lot of back ends. You're right. Yeah, because like everyone, most people aren't born into rich families unless you come from like a big, you know, generations of you know a business and that business popped off and then you had a rich grandpa and that grandpa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you spoon fed if you like them, man. Yeah, honestly, because people, I mean, I, I, I've seen stories of people who were born sport and rich, and when they weren't, like, the, like, they weren't actually rich, but they just had a good house and, like, they had a good car. And so, and daddy's they, money. Yeah, and so their parents could yeah. afford whatever the hell they want. And so, and then when they go, and so they would act like the world was theirs. And so, I, I heard this story on, on a TikTok, dude. And I know, I, I know you hate TikTok, but I heard about a story on TikTok about this kid who was, like, sport as fuck. And he went to like some camp, even though he didn't have to. He went to a camp for fun, just to see it, right? And at this camp, it was like for kids whose parents couldn't always be them because they were like struggling financially. And so they sent him to the camp every week. They would stay there, go home on Friday. And so, and what happened was, the rich dude was working there, and he saw a kid that has like, that had a shoe, three sizes less, and his foot was bleeding. It was sore, and the sock was really dirty, right? Like he 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 had this he had the same sock on, and he looked at it and he was like, whoa. Like this dude can't afford new shoes, and he's literally bleeding. But he has, but he's forced to wear the same thing because he can't afford new things. And oh. so, the rich from there, he saw that, and he was like, "Holy shit!" So he went out and bought new shoes for the kid. But I found that really heartwarming. I found that you can learn new things. You know, like for example, racism is brought from your parents. No kid is, is born hating black people or white people or Asian people or Mexican people. They learn that from their parents. Obviously, I'm. I was. I wasn't born a racist, but. My parents like disliked Ooh, black people. Racist, racist. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, thing is, they would raise me to. I feel like they're trying to raise me to hate people of color, despite them being minorities themselves. They were Asians, right? But you know, they had a fear, like they had like a dislike of black people, and I just, yeah, I never really understood that. Now I'm older. I'm like, holy fuck, how could you view someone that way? Like they, they, and they, oh, and from they, skin tone. Yeah, and it was really weird because like. My aunt lives in a ghetto ass place, and it's full of like a bunch of black people. I'm not. I'm not saying that black people are are ghetto. I'm just saying the area is ghetto, and the people who live there are black. I'm not saying this in a racist way. I'm just saying that is the the area. Okay. Hey, cancel him. Cancel him. He racist. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Black History Month. And like, they would use that as a way to scare me of black people. They'd be like, if you keep you know being misbehaving, the dude, the dude across from us is gonna come over and get you. Like, and like. It would work, obviously, because as, as a kid, it's not because of color. It's because, like, what the fuck are they going to do to me? They could kidnap me and rape me, right? But now I'm older. I was like, yo, how could you say that? And also, like, you know, damn well, that would never happen. Like, now I realize, like, how could I fall for that? And that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, how would you convince a, some, some dude next door to come over and beat me? <laughs> that, that, like, obviously. Stereotype. Yeah, and it, it, they just think it's going to. And even, and, like, imagine, imagine I said yes. They would pretend to be like, okay, I'll do it. And of course, the kid doesn't want that anymore. They're like, oh, they, they're going to regret what they said. So then they change their mind. So having that kind of mindset when I was raised, I mean, obviously, I wasn't racist, but having parents who had that mindset, not 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 my dad, but more of my mom and my aunt, they, they were raised. Like, I guess, I mean, to be fair, they were in Vietnam, and Vietnam wasn't. Oh, he's racist. No, he's racist. No, no, no. This is him no, coming out as me. racist. My family, my family's racist. This is him coming out as racist. No, no, you are, you are much very mistaken here. They were trying to, like, brainwash me yeah literally that's what they're doing they're trying to brainwash me into believing that black people are the wrong people and now to view that it's so fucked because i have a i know i i have black friends who i love 
And to imagine my parents seeing them and judging them because of what color they are is disgusting to me. Yeah. If I brought a black friend over and they questioned me, like, who is this kid? Why is he here, right? I'm going to feel disgusted because if, whenever I bring, like, a white friend over or, like, a friend that isn't black, they're okay with that. They just have to make sure that I ask them permission and then they can do whatever they want. But, like, if I were to bring a black friend over, I feel like they would just question me, especially my mom. Like, she'd be like, like, why is she here? Why is he here? Or, like, tell, him, or, like, tell me to, to not let him see, the, like, see, see her room. Like, I don't know why, but my, my parents dis... No, my mom says she... My mom dislikes people, like, seeing her room because in my house, you walk upstairs and there's a hallway. To your left is my room. To your right is my mom's room. So when you, when, when you walk upstairs... You're on the right, so you're closest to my, her, my mom's room. And she's always like, close the door. You know, people don't want to see that. But people aren't here to see her room. They're here to see me. So. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> I'm the main character. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I just don't understand why they, I don't, I, don't, I don't understand why she made me close the door. But now she kind of stopped it. She doesn't really care. But also, she just, she's more chill with my friends. She knows, my, she knows some of my friends that I go to the mall with. So she's more chill with that. How about your parents with your friends? My parents with my friends. Well... My group is not very diverse at all. Mm. It's so you're racist. Yeah, no, see, not, see, it's not, not you're racist, huh? I would say I'm not. But I'm, yeah. not, I'm not too sure. <laughs> but you're not. You're not. You're not very diverse. Uh, nah, not really. It's, I talk to Asians a lot because I find them a lot more relatable to my stories. True, that that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like a lot of Asians. I mean, actually, many minorities have different lives than like white people. Like when you, if you ask white kid where they be as a kid, they'll say no. What? Who would get beat as a kid? You wouldn't know. Yeah. Those but, but if, boys. Exactly. But if you ask a, an Asian kid, were you at least, like, abused by your parents or, like, hit by them? They'll fucking tell you, oh, yeah, every day of the week. You know, it always happened to me. Or just same for any race. Like, a lot of parents that are raised poor or different lifestyles, they are learned that abuse is the main way to, you know, punish someone. Because they don't view... Like, back then, gentle parenting wasn't even a thing. That shit was not existing. Like, non-existent, bro. If you... And and if you were a rare parent who was gentle with your kids, you would get judged. Trust me. People would look at you like, why aren't you, you know, spanking them? Like, I'm like, come on, they need that. But, you know, that argument of is abusing, is, is hitting your kids, like, in, in a spanking way, good or bad, will always go on. Because, of course, you have the, the science that shows it's not good. And then you have the parents that show kids won't understand it unless they get hit. Either way, if you, if you hit a kid, you're teaching them that abuse is okay. Yeah, I mean, you fuck up your kid's mental health by beating them. I mean, violence is never the answer to things. That's what I think. And over time, they get too numb to it to the point where they start not even listening to you. They won't even obey you. They will go against your rules just because you keep beating them over and over. Trust me, this is coming from a kid that got beat. Every day of the week. I get you too. I was also <laughs> beat as a kid, and, and it just looked. It, it just took some resistance, you know, against it to really just, you know, stop the beatings. Nah, man, you just get numb to it over time. It's. Uh, <laughs> I just. I, I. I was never numb to it because, in my mind, getting hit felt right because I had angry issues and I would like hit people. And I'll. I'll, I'll admit it. I, I just hit people. So, in my mind, if my parents hit me, even though I'd be mad at them because like stop hitting me. It was okay to hit me, and they would, you know, they would ju justify it. But now that I think of it, you know, me hitting someone is also, like, just hitting someone in general is just wrong. There's never really a reason to hit someone unless it's like self defense, which in that case, go ahead, you know. Unless you're boxing. Boxing is yeah. really fun, guys. Yeah, boxing, boxing is really fun. I actually uh, had a friend. His name is Evan. Remember the, uh, the one that he thinks is a girl? The, the one that sounds like a girl? Yeah, 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 yeah. I had him on a couple episodes ago, and me and him went to the mall last, no, Wednesday. Me and him wrestled, and I fucking, first round he pinned me, second round, got him in the chokehold, like a good-ass chokehold. I, I, like, throughout both rounds, I had him three chokeholds. One was in a, a leg chokehold, and the other ones were in, like, arms. Now, the reason I didn't choke him out was because I didn't have my, my arm under his neck, because obviously we're in the fucking mall, we're in the play place. I don't want to make him pass out. You know, that's, that's wrong right there, because that's, that, that, that's my homie right there. But then, third round, no, second round, third chokehold, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to just... Get my hand arm under his neck because at this point I didn't care anymore, and he tapped. So is he a little white boy? Not he's not little, but he's but he's, little, but he's mixed. No, no, he's actually good at wrestling. But I mean, he wrestled a few times, and it tells me I'm I'm good at submissions. But I don't really, I don't I don't really care enough to go and try to wrestle someone because in my mind, wrestling is so sweaty and so dirty, and like after you're done, like you get just so much feelings in your heart. Like if you lose, you're mad. If you if you win, there's some guilt in that. Bro. 
I mean, you gotta take the win. That's how it is in competition. No, no, of course, but at the same time, it's just, if it's like your close friend, you feel some some guilt in that. If it's someone like I don't really care about and I beat their ass up, I'll take that dub any day of the week. You know, nah, man, you beating them just makes them grow even more. That's yeah. what I think of it as. It's kind of like if it, it fuels them with that anger and, and envy to come back and you know double strike and just fuck you up, and that way they can finally bragging in your face. More like I don't want my friends to be bitches. Yeah, that's really summarizing it. Yeah, it's very true. I feel like you can just shut someone up if you know how to fight, even though, like, any, like people now, they use violence for everything. Oh, you, uh, you went, you, you cut me, you know, you cut me in line, I'll fucking smack you, right? I'll shoot like, you, bro. Yeah, no. Fuck the really. blicky. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'll put you on blast. <laughs> yeah, man, people, people overact, like, like, no, especially guns. Like, guns are just everywhere now. Gun violence is in next level and just... And like the reasons of murders, and that's why, you, and that's why you see school shootings so common. Like, did you, did you hear about the kid who shot his uh, kindergarten teacher? Yeah, it's fucking it. weird. Like, my, my parents heard about it, and they were, my mom was going crazy. Like, she was like, "How the fuck? Like, like, oh my god, like, that was crazy." Of course it is. The fact that a six-year-old had a loaded gun, brought it in the backpack, and knew what it like. Like, I, I heard about it, and they were like, the, the kid pulled it out after the the, the, the uh, teacher tried to take it away, and the kid pulled the trigger, and it's like. Holy shit, the kid knew how to fucking use it and hold it and then pulled it and then shot it at the teacher. It's crazy how kids are so exposed to guns. I will never understand how guns are so open and public to kids. I, I, I said it twice, but I've seen guns before. It's pretty wild. I'm sure, I'm sure you, you've seen guns before. I live in the east side, man. <laughs> I live in the west side of Tacoma. And for anyone confused, um, east side of Tacoma is very dangerous compared to west side. So it's like, like west side's more like suburban white people and east side is very ghetto and, you know, more violence over there. Uh, so, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm used to east side because my aunt lives in east side and I go over there sometimes. So, uh, trust me, she, she, she tells me story. She's like, oh, there's this masked man at the door. I just, I don't believe any of her fake stories. She tells me that there were shootings happening outside her door and people were just, and police came. I don't believe that shit. She is a very big liar. And, I, and I'll tell you that. I don't want to get too deep into that, but there have been cases where she just lied and it, you know, fucked me up a little bit. Like, I really hate liars. Also, people, and then people will take their sides because of gender. Like, one time, I got in trouble for calling a kid for saying what? No, no. I caught a kid, uh, let's see. Uh, no, no. Okay, so there's this one girl, and she and she, and she she said that she liked another girl. This is in third grade, by the way. This is during lunch. So, uh, this, this one girl was like, I like you to this other girl. And I was like, what? And I was like, so I, I, was, I was trying to hear. I was like, I asked him, like, what? And then she says, I said, that's gay. I was like, I, the f- I, I did not fucking say that. And then she said she would beat my ass up. So I went outside, told the teacher, and, like, and, she, and, and I was like, she said uh, she'd beat my ass up. And <laughs> she bitch. denied it. She fucking denied it. She said, I would not. And she said, my mom told me to never beat people. I was like, such a bitch. You said that you'd beat me as soon as, as, soon as, I, as we got off the bus. Did you little girl shit talking about? Yeah, so I'm over here like, holy fuck, you just lied. And then she lied. And then after that, we go to the counselor to, to resolve this. And this and this is the counselor. I fucking hate her. She was some loud, like annoying ass fat white bitch. I fucking hated her. Okay. I'm sorry. You know, you know who you are if you're hearing this. You know exactly who the fuck you are. I'm sorry. And I will never like you back because of that reason. I'm sorry. And we her went here and we sat and I was like, can, can I sit down? And she was like, why? Is this gonna be? Long? I was like, bro, just let me, just let me sit down. So I sit down. I'm like, and I tell I tell her my story, and then the other girl tells her her story, and I'm like, she's literally lying. And she's like, listen. You can just apologize. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking apologize to her. And I start crying because I'm like pissed now. It's like angry tears. And I get really fucking mad because I'm like, how the fuck do you take her side of the story? And it makes sense because, you know, same gender. I'm not saying, I'm not sexist. I'm just saying this was legitimately because of gender. Because, like, obviously I knew what, I knew I'm in the right here. I, I, I knew what I said. But then I went back to recess because this is in third grade. I told the kids, like, I, I, I told some of my homies, like, bro, the council just fucking believed her. And they were like, that's fucking stupid. And I, and I just... Couldn't believe how easy it was for someone to just lie and get away with it. Amber Heard. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that Andrew one too. Andrew Tate, sex, whatever it is. What? It's, I heard that uh, he got arrested due to, like, people calling him, like, sex traffic or some shit. It's a mix. It's yeah. a mix. It's either he's money laundering or he's a sex, like, kidnapper. Yeah, and that's, that's whatever. That's his life, man. He's an interesting dude, and, and I mean, his, 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 increase to social media and, and fame is insane to look at because i mean i learned about him month before his rise i watched a video on his hustler university from a uh, youtuber named Dan- danny gonzalez yeah. i watched it months before he became popular right like months before people kept, like talking about him like this was in maybe april and he got big in august so way before 
not, and then I watched another video by Guru Khalil, and I was like, holy shit, like, he's getting big, and actually just got popular, and his increase to popularity just grew, and I knew him before any of that happened, so to knew, to, to know about, about his sexism side was, was a surprise, because I, I knew about his, like, money laundering, a pyramid scheme kind of shit, where he had, like, a university, and then his members would uh, have to get their friends to sign up, and then the member that got a friend to sign up would get five bucks. So it was a whole pyramid scheme. If you so Anshay gets the most money, he's at the top, and then his members are the second layer. They signed up, and then third layer is their members' friends because they get signed up, and then the member gets money, and Angie gets money from from the pay, people that signed up. Yeah. So he's giving away money, but he's making double that because it was five bucks for every friend that you got, but to sign up it was like a couple hundred bucks, Here and it was up. smart. Here we go. Andrew Tate is a business mastermind. He is. You can't you can't disagree with that honestly because you all fell for his trap. <laughs> yeah, you all viewed his videos. He is a business mastermind. Yeah, he made a lot of but money. But I'm not saying he's a good person. Yeah, absolutely not. With what he does, mm -hmm. I don't agree with majority of the shit he says. What is the what is the something that you agree with then? What do I re agree with him yeah. with? I agree with him with the discipline that comes into getting rich. Mm -hmm. His principles into getting rich. <laughs> besides the besides the. What did he say? Pyramid scheme. No, 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 no. He did this, like, it's, what is it? What is it? This chatterbait. Oh, 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 yeah. And that's how he started off. Because he had around five girlfriends, I think. Yeah. And he was thinking of ways to make money. So he sent his girlfriends out to this one website to basically show themselves. Yeah, like uh, private webcams, basically. Yeah, and over time, it just grew that way. But that's not the way to go. Mm -hmm. That's haram. Dirty <laughs> money. Come on, guys. Don't do that shit. <laughs> Don't do that shit. It's so wrong. Yeah, it really, it's, it's really <laughs> sad to see that, like, people will exploit anyone to get money. And the thing is, the people that, like, are being exploited, they, they don't care because in their mind, they're getting paid a good amount, which really, I don't think any amount, unless it's, like, like over a couple hundred thousand dollars, isn't it worth, you know, rooting your entire public view? Like, if those girls' names are public, which, of course, they aren't, which they're very lucky to you, if those girls that were on the webcams got exposed, that been over. their jobs would have known, their <laughs> Families would have known, like, everyone would have known, like, holy fuck, you just got exposed. Um, of course, people will obviously defend the women, being like, I get it, you know, you're being paid, you're being exposed. But at the same time, you got people, jobs don't care about who's being defended. They will look at you and be like, were you doing sex, work, and then they'll fucking fire you. Yeah, it's all roots back to what you decide to do. All your actions will compound up to your results in the future. Unless you kill yourself, and that way you can just hide it. But... Killing yourself is not the, the right, right, right way to go. And as you said, it's very haram, so. Yeah, bro, don't kill yourself, bro. There's more, there's more things to life, bro. You could get all the bitches in the world and you just... <laughs> just don't kill yourself, guys. Yeah, I feel like when a, a, a victim of someone who, who killed themselves, they have a lot of sadness and anger. You know, they like to blame them. Like, why would you do that? It's so selfish. And then some people, they just like view them as like, why? What a waste. Why would you kill yourself? But also, the people who kill themselves and record it, that's the worst part, cause you're traumatizing people for their entire fucking life. If you like, have you heard about the Ronnie McNutt video? No, bro, I don't watch the news. I don't watch it. I, it was it was really big though. It's a dude who fucking shot himself in the f in the head with a shotgun on Facebook Live. His mom was watching. Tough. I know. So he was and so he was on his phone with his boss, I think. And his boss, I think, something happened at, at his job or with his girlfriend. And he's like, and then he said, "Hey guys, I guess that's it." Fucking pulls a shotgun to to his chin. Shoots it and his head flies off. That's nasty. Yeah, and his mom and was like, "Holy fuck, what the hell just happened, right?" And then minutes later, please come in and the, you, 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 you can hear the blood dripping from his head onto the ground. His dog walks in and sees his owner dead. The police come in and like, "Holy fuck, what the hell just happened, right?" And people have been, you know, using that as a meme. It's it's yeah. weird. People are using a man's a, a innocent veteran's death as a way to laugh and make jokes about it, and they do it because they. They'll like put like a face of a demogor a demogorgon or they'll use like fucking a, a Fortnite gun yeah. and put his audio of him saying, "Hey guys, I guess I, I guess that's it," Bro. and then him shooting it in the back, and they'll make a fucking video of it. And no one and thing is, whenever people are like, "Yo, that's fucked up," they're like, they never respond. They just be quiet because they they, they take the the clout and then they go on over there. And yeah. people and thing is, the lucky people forget about it because if people cared enough to actually go on and like give them a, a consequence, they would regret that shit a lot. Yeah. Well. Hear me out, right? There's more ways to cure your depression or whatever you're feeling rather than killing yourself. There's way, may, way, 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 way many more options to do. 
to temporarily or permanently feel better. I am not advising you to take any meds because I don't think that's the way to go. But I feel like if you're struggling with this, you should take the natural route. For example, what I did back then when I was feeling a little iffy, I used to journal, I used to read, all that stuff. You just got to improve your mental health. It's not the end of the world. What's, uh, yeah. what's very helpful about reading? What's helpful about reading? I feel like it's just free knowledge unless you pay for it. But mm. the ROAS, the ROAS, return of ad spent, fuck, no, no, wrong, wrong term, ROI, return of investment is way higher than what you pay for. I feel like a book, you can retain so much knowledge into it for just $8. Mm. It's so powerful. It's got to... It's got to take action on that. Are you scared, though, because people kind of don't, like, I feel like a, a lot of people nowadays don't really read, but also it's very under the under the shadows of education. People in school don't really value reading anymore. Um, I'm not too scared about that. I mean, over time, once you grow older, you see the effects of what re- reading can really do. But I feel like nowadays with this technology, it's, it's might be a lost cause due to this chat GPT thing. Yeah. It's... It's a bit tough to see it go by, but if you hear this, you guys should try reading. I'm putting you on right now. Give him a book. <clears throat> give you guys a book. Atomic Habits. Bam. Think and roll rich. Bam. Rich that poor dad. Bam. Ooh, ooh. Come on now. There you guys on the go. spot. There there's some. There's some free books for you guys to gain knowledge. You know, V, you're actually a very special friend of mine, and it's weird to say that because like I don't really get affection of you, but. Are you gay? No, yeah, are, are fuck you no, fuck no, 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 no. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, you're my longest term friend. Yeah. And I see you sometimes, like, weekly, and it's it's good to see someone that's older than me, but also smarter than me, and realize like the kind of life you're living. Because I want to not only kind of live that kind of life, but also do better than you. And I know I'm not supposed to say that, but I want to. I'm inspired to do better than you, and to kind of leave, like finally achieve my goal of just doing good in life and by that i can copy you and do better than you so honestly when i when i view you you're definitely smarter than people i know because you're not like a you know i mean you're, you are a jokester but you have moments in life where you, where you take that shit serious well i mean not a lot unless you're doing something like, I guess I like you know point like, like money stuff but yeah. you, in most stuff you don't take shit serious and not i think really. yeah <laughs> very very laid back and i think that's like a good way of living life if you're just laid back but you still put a decent amount of effort into it you can get somewhere instead of having all your focus on it and getting it and taking that shit serious, but getting absolutely no effort and no information from that. So, uh, you know, the way that you live, you're just, you know, comfortable and you're just making money, you're just reading. It's just, it's very, very good. And I think it might be, you know, if, if you were older and you were actually famous and you live that kind of lifestyle, people could, like, like our age, like kids, could be inspired by what you're doing. And I think, like, for example, LeBron James, despite him being a basketball player and LeBron you know, Johannes. <laughs> a very, a very memeable person. He's actually very inspirational. He's a cool guy, man. Yeah, he's one of the few black billionaires. He has his own business. Like, he's making a bunch of money every year. But also, he's very vocal with his stuff, and he's very serious about stuff. So to kids that realize him as, like, so, so to any kid that, that doesn't see him as a joke and actually, like, a like a actually very smart, amazing person, they can learn off of that. He, he came from a very, very, you know, difficult childhood. And look where he is now. One of the few, few you know, like I said, one of the few black billionaires. He's very famous, very successful, and... His legacy would never die out. He will be either, like, in everyone's mind, he's either the first or the second best NBA player of all time. Yeah. So there's no way his legacy will ever die, let alone basketball or just financial stuff or, you know, black history. If, I mean, of course, I'm, if, he, if he spoke more about his, you know, race and cared more about that, kind of like Malcolm X kind of thing, he'd not only be a, an amazing basketball player, but he'd also be an amazing, you know, speaker against yeah. racism and shit like that. So... It'd be really weird to see LeBron James. I don't know. It'd be. I'd feel like it'd be really normal to see LeBron James as like a, of um, someone that's you know a speaker. Yeah, demanding change, yeah. and they you know go out there and you know do something that most people are too scared to do because it makes sense though because you can just get killed like like we said earlier you know you can get killed for anything. It's like the Black Lives Matter shit. Yeah. How do you I, feel about that? Honestly, no, nothing, nothing wrong with it. Of course, Lives Matter, but. The organization, the owners of Black Lives Matter, have used all the money they got to buy expensive shit. This is my take on it. It's a scam. The people or the organization? The whole thing is a scam. I feel like if you guys... I mean, of course they care about Black Lives Matter, right? Yeah. But what they go into it for, like breaking shit and doing that, sure, it's not okay, but I feel like 
it only separates them more. Yeah. Have you seen the community get closer ever since Black Lives Matter happened? Not really. I that's feel like it's actually getting worse. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I feel like after COVID went down, people stopped talking about Black Lives Matter. Literally a trend. And I, I find it so annoying how people just say Black Lives Matter, but they don't know the information, what goes into that. Yeah. Like, like, we can separate Black Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, uh, you know, the, the people of Black Lives Matter and then the actual meaning of Black Lives Matter. Of course, we, we know that people that are people of color do matter, and they do matter, but the owners of the Black Lives Matter organization Stupid. made millions of bucks, and scam, they didn't bro. use it in, in to, you know, make the organization better, but they use it for their own benefit. Themselves. Yeah, and they bought mansions, and they, just, and they got exposed for it. So, of course, you know, I'm not racist or anything. I'm just saying you get to separate Black Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter, if you get what I mean by There's that. There's nothing that happened with the organization. Yeah. Sure, you guys can believe you guys got closer, but in reality, you guys got to think outside the box. What really happened in that situation? Did you gain benefit from that, or did the organization, did the government gain anything from that? Yeah, because the government really didn't do that much for Black Lives Matter. They didn't. People like people like to protest on and petition, but... The government does, doesn't give a shit. I feel like it was planned from whoever is above the government. Uh, it's, it's tough, man. Do you have like an alienware kind of view on the world? Alienware. Like, like, a, like a very, how do I say this? Like a, like, like, a, like a very controlled world that's being watched over. Yeah, bro. I believe that the Illuminati is real. Who do you think, is, who do you think is, is in it? Who do I think is in it? People that are higher than the government. Mm-hmm. And I also believe that selling your soul is real. Not like physically selling your soul, but people sacrifice people. Like they sacrifice their own loved ones. Like demonic to, shit. To gain popularity. It's, it's crazy, man. So it's like kind of the demonic stuff? It's demonic, man. I feel like that, that's how the world is run, if you think about it that way. True. Because if we come from a god, then there has to be a you know a devil, and that devil can obviously sometimes you know come up and spark you know bullshit into people's mind, and that ends up trapping them into a mindset that I think is it's okay to sell your soul, and they do something awful, you know, they, they kill an animal, they kill a person, or they just they'll burn their skin, or they you know, they'll do something awful, right? In return, they're guaranteed something good, but then they the, they die young. Yeah, yeah that's the weird oh. thing. They will die young, or they will have a really weird ending of their life for that return of you know it's, it's like clout or like when you get a famous video it's like for a good few days next few days you you think you're famous you know you think you're hot shit you're really not yeah nothing yeah nothing at all has really increased it's all decreasing now so if you sell your soul at least be careful of what you do i mean if if anyone's listening to this i mean please let Just me don't know don't sell your soul bro yeah don't don't sell your soul up please let me know what you guys think of of that kind of demonic selling your soul for the benefits kind of shit because I think anyone has a different view on it you know and I think it's great to hear people's voices on stuff and that's why whenever you have an argument you have to be really calm yeah if you're not calm it's gonna turn to fist you know physical uh, a physical altercation cops come and nothing is resolved instead people hear about it because of the beating of the fight not because of what people are actually talking about it's like if you're trying to you know stop uh like uh coal mining or like you know like kind of something that's like ruining the world instead of you know going on tv some people stopped it you're on tv showing people how to fight someone like you know not like not showing how someone to fight but like you're on tv fighting someone over that shit you know what's funny what what you all just said just makes a whole loop into the pyramid scheme of this world. You're right. People, yeah. the news, all that is controlled by people above the government. Yeah. I am telling you this. It is meant to distract you from what you really need to focus on. That's that's what I, that's all I'm gonna say, and that's what I will say because I'm not trying to get like. Oh well, yeah. Well, I mean, of course, don't don't take your word for you know for no, you know, facts. You know, because obviously, unless it's proven, you know, you have to kind of also put some thinking. You know, what are the you know what is correct and what is proven wrong. You know it's, it's more of like an argumentative versus a persuasive. You know there's facts and there's opinions. And when you have facts versus opinions, you can never and especially if it's like a, someone stupid with opinions and someone smart with facts. You you can't be someone that's dumb with opinions if you're smart with facts because they're, they're dumb. They're dumb and they'll still believe what they're saying because it can't be proven if it's an opinion. Yep. They'll think like for example, let's say like a 
and pe- people think COVID causes autism, which I'm pretty sure it does not, but <laughs> exactly <laughs> stupid. But people people think it's, it's it's a proven fact, right? They'll go out there and tell and tell you Yo, autism. Am I autistic? Yeah. Am I autistic? <laughs> <laughs> COVID makes you autistic, right? And then they'll go they'll bring facts. Someone will bring facts on you that, that that's wrong. Like the government's telling you fake news. Uh, you're wrong, but it's not wrong because it's proven by like a very you know reliable source. So. And like you know, it's like Google versus the CDC. It much much different sources and much more reliability. So it's 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 very funny to see people that think of the worst. Like like they're like I don't want to give my kid a COVID vaccine because it's gonna give them Down syndrome or autism. Like where do you get that from? Like if you're not born with it, can you get it? I don't think you can. Get what autism? Yeah, like if you're not born with it, can you get it? I think that's a genetic difference. Yeah. So autism or like Down syndrome, you can't really get it if you're. Not born for it. I'm pretty sure. If don't take my word for granted. If if, if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. Okay, I like to apologize. But this if, is, oh, this is my take on medicines and vaccines and shit like that. Oh, although I feel like there's no need for that. I feel like there's natural things that you can do. For example, herbs, herbs, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever that is. I feel like the old way of what our ancestors did is the go is the main way to go. I think that pills, vaccines, is shit. Are a scam? I, f- I think it's a scam, man. I feel like it kills you faster than what you should be taking. And I feel like they just make money from that. Actually, that makes sense because... It does make sense. That's why scam. healthcare isn't free in America. Because they want to kill you for your money. This oh. is what, this is, uh, this is what oh, antidepressants shit. do. You take it, you feel happy for a moment, and after that, it all goes down. And then you get addicted to it, and then you buy more of it. Wow. Yeah. I did not think yeah. of it like that. Wow. They just want you to buy more and more and more. Oh, that makes sense. Because people get addicted to, like, painkillers and shit. Yeah. And what, who benefits from that? The, the govs. What the fuck? Oh, my. I did not think of it like that. Yeah, man. That is a new... Wow. That's actually mind-opening right there. Because makes sense, though. Because, like, in countries where healthcare is free... There's less, there's less like deaths and like hospitals. Why do they live? Why does America have one of the shortest lifespans in the world? You're right, and like Asia countries have a lot. Like you're right, people in Asia or all people like in Japan, they they go outside, they exercise, they do yoga, and they live long ass lives. You know what? People in America do to cope. They go to McDonald's. They eat whatever the fuck they want. They eat their sadness. They take pills. Oh my god. Pills, guys. And pills that they don't know what's even in it. They take it because they're trusted. And then after that, they get addicted to it, and then they have to rely on it to live they their life. They buy more and more and Holy more. Shit. And you don't know how bad that is for your body when you're addicted to something. It is bad to be addicted to literally anything. Yeah, I, I had that conversation last episode, uh, <laughs> on, on, on my previous episode. I was like, can there be a good addiction? And, and he told me, like, no, I, I, there can't be. And I kind of I see that now because... They label you as something when you're addicted to it, you know? Like an alcoholic is something that's addicted to beer. No, you know, drinking, right? Uh, um, what, what's some more addictions? Smoking. What, yeah, smoking, like that. Like like, like, like a workaholic is someone who, who's addicted to working. So there's kind of a label for anything that you're addicted to. Yeah. And that label makes you look like a bad person because you're addicted to it in, in, in any way. So you're right about that. But also, like, in my mind, I feel like, what if it's like, what if pills are like fast food? It's good but it's killing you. It's good temporarily, but in the long run, it's not. It's all goes down to instant gratification at the end of the day. And you gotta go with the route of delayed gratification because that's where all the happiness relies on. For example here, if I'm depressed, well, I'm not gonna take fucking pills. That's what I'm not gonna do. For my mom example, actually, she got cancer. She did surgery, but she is refusing to do chemotherapy. She believes that's a scam, and she's healing herself naturally. Hmm. I feel like that's the way to go, because yeah. there's more ways to heal yourself in natural run. Yeah, I wonder if I wonder if people who don't do chemo and do chemo, or if the survival rate is different. You know, I kind of want to check that right so now. So shut up, bro. Yeah, because I, I, I feel like it actually doesn't really matter about chemo at all, to be honest with you. But let's see. Um, like, let's see. Cause like, does hold up, does chemo affect Survival rate. Of course, it's gonna say. During the three decades, the portion of survivors, the the proportion of survivors treated with chemotherapy alone increased from eighteen percent in nineteen seventy to nineteen seventy nine to fifty four percent. Okay, so it's pretty big. But then, 
1999, the life and the life expectancy gap in this chemotherapy alone grew mm. decreased from 11 years. Mm. Oh, so in, increase right there. The doctors, what do they do? They force you to take chemo. Wow. Uh oh. <laughs> That's actually insane to learn. What up? <laughs> wow. Let's see. Okay, for for most for most cancers. Okay, lung cancer. A chemo alone is a one percent chance. Okay, so mm. around thirteen percent of lung cancers are small are small cell. Most people with this type receive chemotherapy. Approximately eighty three percent of lung cancers are N slash C. The the remaining three are undefined. Okay, so chemo oh. alone one percent, and then N slash N S C lung cancer stage eighteen percent. Chemo <laughs> plus radiotherapy without surgery six percent, and the total is twenty four percent. Wow. And the doctors tell you they recommend chemo. It's all a scam. It really all is a fucking scam. And that's that's absolutely insane to realize now. Yep. I mean, of course, it's always been a scam for the money. But to realize that they're, they're killing you at the same time is so fucking messed up and it's cruel. America just does not give a shit about the people. They care about the money because that's why America is so rich and amazing with their military and their, you know, bombs. But here's the thing, though. America doesn't even care about their own military. They yeah. use you. What does COVID do? Where was COVID made? Who knows? But why did they try not to stop it earlier? Yeah, you're right. They, I feel like the world is overpopulating what America wants it to be. Yeah, I mean, also. And natural selection. America took COVID the worst. They refused to listen to the, to, to the protocols. They would go outside, like especially in like Florida and New York. People were going outside every day and hugging and touching. And you're like, I'm not getting COVID from this. And then, and then next thing you know, COVID just fucking skyrockets in Florida and New York. And then the deaths skyrocket too as well. And that's why America has the most COVID deaths. But of course, you know, population is, is, a, is a, you know, part in this. But at the same time, population doesn't really matter because if you have people who are too stupid to not listen to the rules and stay inside, they're going to die. Like this, you said, natural selection. This is what the government wants you to do. They want you to stay inside. And they will pay your bills. They will do everything for you. They just don't want you to be financially free. They want you to be stuck in this system that they made for you. They want you to live for them. Literally live for them. You're right, because when, uh, when they did the, the stimulus checks, they did it so, 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 so then people could go outside. And that way, people go outside, they get COVID and they die. Or it could be vice versa, honestly. Yeah, because the thing about it, if you're inside. If you're inside too much, you fucking die too. Yeah, They that's want right. you. No, they want you to be inside, actually. They want you to be spoon-fed from the government. Yeah. They want you to not work for where you are. I think I, this is my prediction for the plan. I think that the government will stop those jobs that pay too little, and they will spoon-feed you just for you not to work. You said spoon feed a few times now in this episode. You said like four times. So yeah. please like, explain like, like what what is so like what is spoon, spoon fed food. in its own way? They give you money to live. That's mm. what it is. Mm. They right. spoil you. Yeah. They groom you so you think that you're living a successful life when yeah, you're not. you think the government loves you because they're keeping you alive with the money when in general they're just giving you money that way you think they trust that way you trust them and so that you listen to anything they tell you the system <laughs> oh, <my>. oh shit <laughs> we just exposed the u.s government folks i think we did no nah, it's all love though it's all <laughs> i'm not trying to get you know yeah don't don't, don't cuss fbi we're it's all, it's all this is this is just you know a, a prediction of course of course we, we we trust the government you know wink wink but i'm just saying you know i if if, if i'm dead guys and i don't post for a month and you know, you know what that means. Uh, the government killed me, or, or you know, something happened to me. But of course, you can't like like when you speak about the government badly, they come after you. They they they, they you know they suddenly come to your house with two. You know they they either send agents agents to your house because they, obviously they know where the fuck you live. Yeah. They come to your house, they question you, they tell you like you know don't do this shit. It's highly illegal. Or they just kill you. Yeah. Or, bad. or bad. and then and then they'll be like, oh, uh, suicide or, or 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 drowning on accident when. None of that could have even been possible. It just doesn't make any sense. So the government likes to lie a lot to people. That way they can right. no more. make no more it stop. No more before we're going to fucking die. <laughs> no more before we die. Who knows? Let's, Let's talk hope. about high school experiences. Oh, yeah, that's oh. right. So for anyone that's curious, I'm actually uh, an eighth grader. I'm not pretty, pretty yeah. young. I know, I, know, I know it's crazy for a, you know, a 14-year-old to do a podcast, but hey, this is my, my life now. But coming up high school, I don't have, I have no fears. Sixth grade was way different because I, I, COVID hit, you know. I had not been outside. I had not seen people for a good year and a half, you know. Like, I actually lost, like, I lost the way I knew how to walk. 
Cause I was always, you know, inside. So I, I barely walked, right? I, I didn't know how to fucking walk. I was like, you know, I was like, uh, you know, when I imagined walking, I was like, moving my hips too much. So it just felt weird to walk, and I just didn't know how to walk at all. I know it's pretty sad to say that, but coming to high school, I'm calm with it. I'm going older, and I'm more mature, to a point where the only, the only year I'm actually afraid for is senior and 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 junior year. Yeah. Senior is when you have to apply for college, and that's why, and that's where the, the you know the the debt hits. Junior is where it's the hardest year. Prepare for senior. So those years combined, it's gonna be much more stressful for me. But I'm not scared for freshman or sophomore. Yeah. How's your high school? Um, so I'm a freshman. And things are going really well. Um, this year, I mean, last year was full of just reflections and things I could do better with myself. And but I feel like so far I have made the most growth in high school, and I really like it. I mean, it's it's once in a lifetime thing, man. High school, you gotta live it up to it. Yeah, it's very true because you grow like you're literally almost an adult when you're in high school, and. You kind of, you kind of live your old days as a kid in elementary school, so you kind of view those days as the same thing. Middle school is when you hit puberty. Like you know, people say middle school was my worst years, and I think it's also very true because you're at that point where your life is changing. You're no longer a kid, but you're not an adult yet. You're in that middle. So when you change to an adult in high school, you gotta get used to it. So you gotta prepare for the the life of middle school. I think honestly. Middle school is actually worse than any other grade, even college. I think college is much easier and simpler and more equal and fair and open than uh, middle school will ever not be. Not schoolwork, bro. Uh, yeah. Not schoolwork. No, okay, not schoolwork, but unless you're, like, maybe just someone who's taking easy classes, you know, just then maybe college might be easier in middle school, but also, like, it just depends on how you were in, in the grade. If you were paying attention in college and not middle school, then, you know, you'd be more educated into middle, in, in, in college. And of course, middle school, but that goes for anyone and, and and everyone. You know the way that they live and their education and their grades depends on who they were you know, as a person. Yeah. Like, I'm much different in every grade this year. Like from from kindergarten to to eighth grade, I, I'm much different in every single grade, apart from maybe fourth and third grade where I was just you know at my peak right there. So apart from that, I mean there wasn't really much that much change in my life in terms of you know, there, there were, I mean there was a lot of change in my life in terms of grades and stuff. So. Um, I'm I'm just ready to see what's coming for high school. You know, I can finally almost drive, because in in our state, you know, a permit is pretty easy to get. Uh, pretty also pretty young to get as well. Fifteen and a half. Yeah, so I'm just excited for that. You know, I I finally get to grow older. I'm I'm almost halfway to twenty, and it feels weird, because it felt like, you know, yesterday I was eleven inside my house just playing Minecraft because of COVID every day. So it doesn't feel right to me that three years ago I was you know much different. Like I feel like. If someone told me today that they like they haven't seen me in like you know a couple of years, yes, I might look similar, but <laughs> time goes by fast, dude. Yeah, gotta, it does go by fast. You gotta live in the present moment, or else it just moves. All goes by. Yeah, if you don't change, if you if you keep living, like if COVID didn't really affect your life, then there's nothing good that that's gonna come for you. I know it might be, you know, weird to say that or hard to say that to someone to realize, but if you lived a, a normal life through COVID. You won't get anywhere in life. It's hard to say that, but it won't go up. It's gonna either stay the same, like, like you know, just neutral, or when your parents die, or when someone that is or someone you're relying on dies, where the fuck are you gonna go from that? Okay, you're gonna go down, down, down. That's why people who do like homeschooled won't really get anywhere because if you're relying on your parents to teach you, how the fuck can they teach like college shit? Especially like minority parents. They didn't go through college or high school. My parents didn't go to fucking high school. What, what about yours? I don't think so, but it depends on who your parent is. Yeah, so because I'm, bro, I swear to God, Elon was my dad. I would get homeschooled to the day for real. Turn eighteen, bro. Yes, yeah, it's, it's weird because sometimes we have to teach our parents. Yeah, and it's it's it it, it it it's hard to do that because there's you know they lived a much different life than ours, and just they have to rely on us is weird. Like it's kind of like they were forced to have kids in a way, so it's very unfortunate to see our parents and. Like in like imagine like when they're older too and they're they're much in more more dire need of us as well. But like we're older and we've kind of lived on of our lives, so it's much different to imagine how I will be when I'm like thirty and my parents, you know, in their seventies and eighties. Just I'm kind of scared because like I have to have that fear of like one day I have to wake up and get a call from like my sister that they're gone, but also have to have the fear of like how will they do without me or my sister when when we're gone or moved out, right? Like. They have to, because they didn't speak a lot of English, obviously, so they don't know much about the American world. My dad especially, too. 
you know, he's not at all. He's barely like if you ask him what like if you ask him a simple American question like who who is the current president? Maybe he can answer that, but like Bob's. <laughs> if you if you ask him who's the first president, he cannot tell you that. Or like if you ask him, you know, what was not nine eleven? Can't tell you that. Or if you ask him like what's the biggest war in America? Can't answer that. Like he cannot do basic American knowledge. So. I'm scared for what my dad is gonna do when I'm not around to help him. Cause I mean, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, you know, I have two, I have one sibling, a sister, so I'm kind of his only son that, you know, I'm, I'm the son that every dad wants basically. So, you know, he, to have, you know, kind of needs me, and I, I, I need him. So, I'm very scared to see how, how he's gonna live his life. You know, his last few years when I'm older and I'm out and I'm just living my adult life and you know, prepared to have kids and stuff. I'm very worried that he might go into some weird rabbit hole and fuck up his entire ending of his life. Nah, man, bro. I trust my parents. They're fine. Really? How come? They're fine, bro. How come? I feel like if I make a lot of money financially free, they will just ride on my financial freedom. True. And they'll live the life if they just stick with me. That's what I want. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, of course, that goes for anyone apart from, like, abusive parents. Actually, I, I think any parent, any wow. kid wants to give them a life that the parent deserves. Yeah, I mean, overall, love is love. You can't dislike your parents unless they fucked you over. Yeah, unless they, like, <laughs> fed you drugs and shit. Then, yeah. In that case, hate your parents because that way they just, from, from the beginning, they already, you know, very much lowered the chance of you getting anywhere in life. Yeah, bro. Because if, they, if they're if they relying on, like, a government money to so then they can live in an apartment, then when you're older, good chance you'll be homeless. Like, most people are homeless because, one... Their parents were awful, or they didn't have any parents, or just like bad choices. Yeah. They, you know, gambled all their money with their wife or husband left them, and boom, they went down after that because you know there isn't, there isn't much you can do. You know, they divorced. You know, you lose everything because obviously the, the the judge would be like, how could you, you know, gamble all your money away when you have a loved one, right? And then you know English, bro. <laughs> and they're gonna regret everything, and so and also like. Just watching your loved one strive in a new life, thinking like, wow, they, they didn't really need me. That's much worse. But uh, apart from that, V, thanks for being here. Yeah. That was one of my deeper ones. Also ones where I had someone actually talked a lot, so I am finally <laughs> got to just get a little bit of, 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 of a rest on my voice. Hey, bro. all you guests there, bro, come on. Put, step it up. Put yeah. Pep in your step, boy. Yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> like that. Do you. But go ahead, say bye to everyone. Say bye. Bye, guys. All right. Love you all. Mm-hmm. Much love. Mm-hmm. Live life. Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully we'll be back next week, so don't worry, guys. But, <laughs> Hello. Uh, apart from that, uh, cue the outro this time. And yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys, and see you guys soon.